Okay, so I want to talk about something else. <sighs> Being born a demonizer and like just what that means and what I feel like is it's meant my whole life and what it really consists of. So as far as being a demon hunter, I've obviously been there my whole life, you know? And my whole life, I've just been who I am. So when I think about it and I think about all that I'm doing now and all that I have to go through right now, a lot of times I'm conflicted with the fact whether I have to go through all this or not. I mean, ultimately, it probably all come down to, you know, my assignment and my family that I fight so hard for it. Like, I'm doing it for them, but I'm not just doing it for them. I'm doing it for me, too. I feel that God made that clear when I had my trial. So, with God... He said a few things to me that, you know, changed my life forever, for real. Which, obviously, you know, anytime God speaks to you, it's going to change your life. But a few things, which I just mentioned in the last episode, is that, you know, he, he reminded me, like, don't think too much of yourself. You know, the Bible says that when a man thinks he is something, when he is nothing, he has fooled he has fooled himself. So, don't think that you are anything. You know, especially anything without God. That's number one. That realization, you know, was mind blowing to me, which it shouldn't have been, because. I should have already known, like, I'm not just so big and so great. And I don't think I ever really felt that I was, but I think that we all have ego and pride where we feel that we are certain things. But I always felt that it was a good thing to feel like you're something because it's a good thing to have confidence and to know what you have to offer especially in this world that's going to be trying to tear you down, going to be, going to be trying to treat you like you're nothing, going to always be taking more away from you than what you even have to give. And it's feel like, it feels like it's frustrating to not be able to think highly of yourself because that's what, you know, that's the motivation you usually need to believe in your dreams, to get this stuff done, to get out there and believe that you can do something. But God is teaching me differently. You know, he's teaching me that you're not supposed to have confidence in yourself, but confidence in him. And it's still a little confusing because it's like he also says that if you trust him and you have faith in him and you have confidence in him and you believe that he is the truth, then if he has made you or he's placed whatever inside of you, whatever power that he's given you, then that means you're you're also betraying him by not having confidence in what he's placed inside of you and who he's made you to be. So in a way, it feels like it's okay for you to have confidence in yourself and have 
and think highly of yourself because if you think less of yourself or if you think yourself as if you think of yourself as nothing, you don't have confidence in the thing that God has placed inside of you, then you kind of don't have faith and trust and confidence in him. But that's not necessarily true. Because it's a way to do everything. It's a way to have confidence and faith and trust inside of yourself through God. It's a way to do everything. So I feel like, you know, if my whole life I've been a demon hunter, I've been hunting demons. Because one thing that God showed me two years ago, well, 2020 is not two years yet. It's like a year and a half now, a year and a couple months. But what God showed me in 2020 was that when I left my hometown, I left my my previous kingdom. I left my old kingdom to find a new kingdom and to set out on my assignment to fulfill the prophecy on my life. So what he showed me was all the demons that I had hunted in my in my whole entire lifetime, all the way up until that point, which was a lot of different demons, you know? And so despite the lifestyle that I had lived up until that point, which was I was so lost, a lot of times I wasn't keeping my eyes and mind and heart focused on God. I wasn't, like, living the way I should have been. I dropped out of high school. I smoked weed. <clears throat> I hung out in places I never should have been. I stole. I cheated. I lied. Like, I was just sinful. And oftentimes just not even reading my Bible or staying in the church or or keeping a God-centered life. And yet still, I was a demon hunter the whole time because of who I am, who he's made me to be. Everything that I need, everything that I am, well, everything that I would need to otherwise, well, the I'm a demon hunter, so it's everything that I am already is what I'm trying to say. And then I remember the words my sister said, which I heard plenty of people say before, everything that you need is already inside of you. So God also said to me, the best hiding places are in plain sight. These feel like riddles. I always love riddles, but I always felt like I'm so much more, I'm so capable of figuring out even the hardest riddles but I feel like sometimes I cannot even access a certain part of my mind in order to figure these things out. Like, I know I'm smarter than what I'm applying myself to be. So where is all this information, all this stored information, all the things I've learned over the years? Why can't I access it? In the process of everything that's been going on, I feel like that's what this is. This is getting access to all the information that I don't have, you know, access to, but I know or I'm not able to use or utilize on a daily basis. Like it's like I forgot, or it's just somewhere. It's somewhere that I don't. I just can't, you know, get to it. But I know it's there, cause I know I learned it. So I feel like this is the process of all of that. And I remember when I was a child, I was a kid. I was reading the Bible, and I felt that 
I used to get so frustrated because I was asking God to help me understand this Bible, to place me around an environment where someone can teach me the Bible, to, you know, help me get get somebody around me who will take me to church so they can, you know, help me with the Bible. And I never could get that. And he would say, you don't need that. You just need to ask me to help you understand it. He said it so many times. And I would always ask him, I said, so please, God, help me understand it. Help me understand it. Help me understand it. But still, every single time I read these words, I never understood the words in the Bible. Now that I'm older, I'm starting to understand them more. But I'm being attacked on a whole nother level where I can't even, like, store the information or access different downloads. So now I feel like, you know, maybe it was a time. It was always going to be a certain time. God, everything always happens in God's timing. But, you know, he used to say to me as I read the Bible, because I would, I would read the Bible, and I would be stuck on the scripture, and I would be like, God, help me understand. And I would get so frustrated. I would read the scripture over like over and over and over again, the same thing over and over and over again. A whole bunch of different times trying to understand what it said and it's like I was reading it a different language and it's plain English I'm like why can't I understand this and God said to me you need to stop reading that so many times because one day everything that you read is gonna come back and it's gonna make your head hurt because you have read it so many times over and over and over again he says just read it and keep going, you'll understand when it's time. So now, for a while, I still kept reading it over because I'm like, I want to understand this. I want to make sure that I'm allowing this information to sink into my mind. But now I don't. I just, you know, I read and I keep going, even though it feels like it's going one ear out the other. And I know it's not. And I feel that I'm close to that time where all the information I've ever read is going to come to, and I'm fighting for that right now. So that it's safe to say it's different demons, you know, that's keeping me from this information. But if I'm a demon hunter, why can't I hunt the demons that are keeping me from being who I am in God? Because it's always, it's also, it's all in God's timing. So... I guess my biggest question is the whole time while I was sinning and being things outside of who I was destined to be, not being my best self, you know, being a lesser version of myself. And I was still demon hunting the whole time. What is the difference now? Why is it so much more difficult to do it now? Because if I am a demon hunter regardless, then why is it necessary for me to do any of these things? Why is it necessary for me to be fighting so hard right now? Shouldn't I be that anyways? Why is it necessary for me to be going through the different things that I'm going through right now if the whole time I was that? What makes a difference now? Like, I got to fight to be that right now when I've been that. So, you know, obviously I understand my assignment is different right now. I'm battling a demon witch. And so that might have a lot to do with why I don't have, you know, why I can't just naturally do it like I was before. Or I am already naturally doing it like I was before anyways, but I'm just battling something on a whole nother level that requires more of me. That's obvious. But 
still I've been feeling lately like in reality maybe it's more like they not really stopping nothing and they can't really stop nothing they just convincing me that they are one thing that God definitely made clear was that this demon which has no real power but one thing that was confusing to me was if this demon which has no real power then why why or how was she able to burn down a castle that's made by you release demons from a prison that's so perfectly made by you that no nothing can get in and nothing can get out without of course your permission or you giving a key to a certain individual which was me I'm reminded of when I was sitting in in my castle and for a second God snatched snapped me to my carnal mind and in my carnal mind I heard the demons and everything that they were saying the stuff that they were saying was so hurtful it was like so difficult to hear it was like it felt like it was true I'm like man that's true what they're saying is messed up but he did it in moderation because right before that I was listening well I wasn't listening to them but I was hearing everything that they were saying and nothing that they nothing that they said could get to me or affect me in any way they would talk all day non-stop and I could sit around them in perfect peace knowing everything that they said and not being affected showing no fear never being triggered by anything that they said but when God snatched me to my carnal mind, slowly, you know, the stuff they said started to affect me. And I was like, why? You know, just a second ago, I, I didn't care nothing that they said. It's like they had no power. And all they was telling was lies. I knew it was lies. But as soon as I was snapped into my carnal mind, I'm like, that's true. And I really start feeling bad about myself. And I start really being hurt by it. But God said, you know, no, it's not true. You know, so he was showing me the difference. But I think that what he was doing was showing me what my mission was and what had to happen. I had to conquer my flesh mind. I had to conquer my carnal mind. I had to live in the spirit because who I am spiritually is perfect but in my flesh I'm so imperfect so it goes back to the scripture when the spirit is willing the flesh is weak so I was watching a sermon by pastor Gino Jennings and he was just talking about everything when I watch his sermons on a certain level I feel like he's speaking the truth absolutely but sometimes just feel like it's just the same things over and over again but when I'm fighting in the spirit just being you know present on his sermons I'm being lifted so high to a whole nother level and I'm understanding his messages on a whole nother level it seems that he could say the same thing over and over again the same scripture over and over again, each and every single time. 
I will learn something new or be brought to a new level. And that's what it's like, you know, when you're fighting in the spirit. And when God is giving you access to a new level, he's making you fight harder. Because it's always the same Bible, front to back. The words never change. But each and every single last time that you read it, which you have to read it over and over again for the rest of your life, the same words. Some people think you read a book once, it's enough. No. Each and every single time you read, read the Bible, you learn something new each and every single time. Because the Bible is living. The Word of God is alive. So, when I think about that, you know, I realize how important it is to be fighting right now. And so I was told, you know, you need to be fasting. That's why you can't tell the difference between the lies that they're telling and, you know, the truth. And God also showed me in 2020, I believe, that I can do it. I have everything in me to do it. Like, yes, it's a little difficult or it might be kind of difficult, but it can be done. But here I am feeling like I cannot do it. it. It can't be done. Like, it's unobtainable. It's impossible. Or this is such a difficult task that God has placed before me and all this other stuff. And I'm not strong enough. And it's not fair. Something else needs to happen. And God snapped me out of it for a second and showed me that I can, it can be done. These are the lies that the demons are telling me to convince me away from what it is I'm capable of doing. So I think that that is the answer. To why this witch has no real power. This witch has no real power. Because the only power that this witch has. Is convincing you out of yours. You have real power in God. Nothing or no one on Satan's side. Actually has anything that they appear to have. And it doesn't feel like that. It doesn't seem like that. It's hard sometimes to see the difference in that. Because you are suffering. Because of your carnal mind and your flesh that you're fighting every single day. But when you're able to separate your carnal mind from your spiritual mind. And you're able to operate in the flesh and resist the wiles of the devil. Then you're able to see how powerless they truly are. This is why it's important to read your Bible. This is why it's important to be obedient. This is why it's important to fast. So when I'm not doing these things, I'm super wrong. But... I still don't blame myself. I do, but I, I, I'm i not too, too super hard on myself anymore because I realize it's difficult. It's extremely difficult to fight this battle that I'm fighting. That being said, though, I still am a demon hunter. So I just wonder, like, even when I'm down, I can't get up. And I don't feel like I'm my best self. And I feel like I'm slacking off and I'm not getting the work done. And I feel like... I'm letting God down, disappointed. I'm feeling useless. I feel like I'm not able to fight or work anymore. Or I'm not doing what I need to do. Like they, like I'm beat. I'm still demon hunting. When I was, you know, when I was so full of my sin every single day with my eyes and, and mind not even focused on God. Like when I wasn't even where I am now, I was still demon hunting because it's who I am. So how much more powerful am I made now that God is working on me and filling in the gaps and these different things 
so that I can conquer my carnal mind and my flesh. That's something I take into consideration every single day, but I'm still so hard on myself because even after all of that is realized, yet still he's placed this battle and this challenge before me in order for me to get it done. So when I'm not getting it done, that's frustrating to me. I feel like I'm disappointing him. Yes, I am who I am regardless, but I'm not doing what I'm, you know, being led to do by God. So I still feel, you know, like I'm disappointing him. So that being said, you know, I realize that I can't be so super hard on myself because God is reminding me every single day, you're here for a reason. You have a purpose and a destiny here. You are needed. You know, the world would not be better off without you. So it's great to know it, but I just, a lot of times I feel like, how much better could I be for God? You know, and would somebody else be doing a better job than me if placed in my shoes? Could somebody else possibly ever be doing a better job than me if placed in my shoes? But that would mean that that that's possibly not true because I'm a demon hunter. He made me this way. He placed this power inside of me. This is who I'm born to be. How can anybody be me better than me? But the thing about that is, how do I know I'm the only demon hunter? It could be other demon hunters out here, you know, and if so, couldn't they help me? But this is my assignment. I don't even really want the help if God say I can do it alone. If God say that's what I'm, in, I'm supposed to do, you know, that's, you know, cheating myself, really. But... That being said, though, you know, sometimes I just, I really, I really could use the help. I really could use the help. I found myself yesterday. I was, I'm deciding to do different things, move forward my life in different ways. And I was getting things, different things in order. And all I know was. I felt so drained and so beat down, like I've never felt before, but I I understood on a different level what, you know, people feel like when they say they're so tired and drained by life. And I'm like, man, this must be what it's like. And I'm just fighting so hard. And I found myself just falling, just collapsing. And I'm like, man, I never felt this way, though. Out of all the times... Well, I rarely feel this way. I say out of all the times that I felt so drained and felt like I was so down and so, you know, I needed rest so bad. It never felt like this. Like this time I just collapsed and it felt like someone caught me. It felt like someone caught me. I wouldn't doubt that that is Jesus himself. But I was just like, I just collapsed. And it was just like, I was trying to get back up. It was like, no, don't get back up. And I'm like, I'm fine. It was like, no, you're not fine. And it reminded me of what God showed me in the spirit. I was out demon hunting for at least three months, no sleep. And I collapsed in the midst of trying to catch one of my demons. And I was not going to give up until I caught this demon, no matter how tired I was. And so I just collapsed because I didn't have it in me anymore. 
You know, some people might think I'm lying, but in heaven, you don't have to sleep every day. <laughs> you don't have to eat every day. Like, you can go a really long time without sleeping and eating. So it had been three months. And well, in the spirit, I'll say in the spirit. I want to keep saying in heaven. I'm not necessarily in heaven yet, but in the spirit. So, even though it is heaven, though. But... I collapsed and my horse caught me and took me home and I was asleep the whole way home and it was a long journey and I didn't wake up until I got there and then when I got up when I got there I couldn't even get up to get to my bed and I believe I don't even remember how I got to my bed but I believe that Jesus helped me to my bed he gave me a power to get to my bed because I couldn't even get to my bed and my horse was not about to carry me to my bed even though it could I believe but God said to me, you work so hard. Why don't you ever enjoy these things I have for you? Do not, are you not grateful? Do you not appreciate all the gifts I'm giving you? And I said, of course, God, you know that I do. And God said, I know you do. And he said, and I said, because I'm just like you, you know, you never rest knowing that your people need help. You're never you know, taking a day off, knowing that there's different demons out here that are preying on your people, that Satan is out here, you know, tearing your people down and causing and sowing calamity and discord. You're never stopping. You're never resting. You're always thinking about us. You're you're never thinking about yourself. And he said, I know. So this is how it felt yesterday. When I got back and I just collapsed and I I had been feeling this way. It's amazing because I had been talking about it for weeks. Like, I don't know when it is I'm actually like that in the spirit because it's different in the flesh. In the flesh, I feel like a lot of times I feel like I'm so exhausted like that almost every other day. But spiritually, it's different. I'm really not. I'm fighting for months and months on end. So... Before I actually get tired. So when I got back and I collapsed and I felt it like I'm like really spiritually drained like and I try to get back up. It's like, no, take a rest here. And I'm like, I'm fine. It's like, no, you're not fine. And I was just talking about this, I think like a week ago, like how I go, go so hard for like three months and I'm not willing to accept help or power, but from God. And it feels like God has shown me that in this new kingdom, people want to help me. They want to pick up the slack where I cannot. And I'm not used to accepting that help. I don't want the help. And so now when I collapsed, it felt like I was collapsing into someone's arms as if maybe somebody is helping me now. And I still didn't want to get up. I mean, I still didn't want to stay down. They're like, no, it's okay. You can take a break. And I felt like, okay, so things must be different now, you know. Someone is catching me now, or because Jesus always caught me, but it's different. And someone is filling in voids and gaps. Not that I really leave much, not that I'm willing to, because I'm so used to doing it on my own. Well, not never on my own, but just with me, just with God, that I want to get it all done on my own. Like, I love my job. But, like, 
now it's like I have to accept this help and that's why it's so difficult for me. And so I'm wondering if this is why I'm having such a hard time every day. Because I'm fighting the help. I don't want anybody touching my work. I don't want anybody to help me with my work. Don't help me. You know, let me do it. I'm used to doing it on my own. I don't need the help. And so now I'm having to fight the help that wants to help, I guess. I don't know. But that's just a theory because I really don't know. That's another thing. I don't want to even let my guard down and trust that because I've done that and I've seen that, like, this is a really serious battle. These are really serious demons that I'm after. And this is really, this is really important things that's happening. So I don't want to leave that to chance. I don't want to feel that I can trust someone and they not be you know, trustworthy. Like, what if I think, okay, well, I'm going to leave this to you and let you do this and let you do that. And then I find that you're working with them or that you are seduced by these demons because they're really, you know, bad, tempting demons, etc. There's a lot of stuff going on. So, you know, I like to stay on my toes. But it's I can't do that. And I'm fighting so much. But, you know, maybe I can't trust this individual because that's what made me, that's what it made me feel like yesterday. If this is not Jesus, and I feel that it's different when it's Jesus. Because when it's Jesus, he just gives me the power to do it. This, I felt that I was falling into someone's arms. So, maybe it's, you know, this individual is catching me now when I fall. Instead of my horse. Because maybe when I was fighting... And it was just my horse to catch me, even though I was fine. God saw that I needed something. God saw that I needed someone to catch me. God saw that I needed someone to be there when I got back or help me with my work so I didn't have to do it alone or just someone who matched me well or something. I don't know. Not that I needed that or even asked for that, really. But maybe he just saw that I needed it. And it kind of gives you insight on Adam because Adam was unhappy. Adam had everything in the Garden of Eden, all the plants, all the fruits, all the animals, but he still felt that he was missing something. So God saw that he, what he needed and he made Eve. And so maybe this is what that is. It's like I didn't necessarily say I needed anything, but maybe I was just unhappy and missing something. God saw what, it, what I needed and he provided that. And then I've just been seeing so many, you know, posts and different things about like marriages, kingdom marriage and different things like that. But I feel that I'm fighting for Jesus and I feel that I would never fight so hard if not for Jesus. And so that maybe that's why Jesus is allowing it to go like this. Jesus is like, you know. I'm going to let them use my name for this because you wouldn't want to do it if it were for anything but me, you know? I don't necessarily want to say that because Jesus knows me, you know? I'll trust his word for it. I'll take his word for it. But maybe it just had to be set up like this. Then I just keep hearing 
every single day. Well, lately I've been hearing yesterday and today, like, you're afraid of love. You are afraid of love. You are afraid of love. You're afraid of love. You're running from love. You're running from me. And I'm just like, no, I'm not. I'm not afraid of love. Just as much as I hear perfect, I'm starting to hear that you're afraid of love. And it's like, no, I'm not. I have Jesus' love, the best love you could ever have in the world. How can I be afraid of love? I'm not afraid of love, you know. But at the same time, staying open to, you know, different people's insight on the situation. Not being so closed off that I can't receive constructive criticism or whatever, you know. Is that what they see? Do they see me as afraid of love? Even though in my spirit, in my heart, I know better. I'm not afraid of love. So what is it then? Well, it's the fact that I'm so used to doing things how, I'm do- how I've been doing them. Also, man, I guess it does come down to being afraid of love. Because then I was going to say that, like, I'm... kind of afraid of anybody, you know, cutting in on my love for Jesus. Loving anybody like Jesus. So I guess I am in a way afraid of love. But that being said though, you know, I wouldn't ever deprive myself of something that God said that God provided for me provided for me. I wouldn't ever intentionally deprive myself of something that God provided for me. So I feel that it's a valid reason why I probably won't accept this. I feel for multiple reasons. One, I'm fighting something so big in the spirit right now. I don't want to be, you know, I don't want to say it's a distraction. That's unfair. I would just say I'm I'm fighting something so big right now and I just I guess I want to focus. I don't even want to say I want to focus on that because I can do that and do that if I really want to. It's like, I don't know. But I will say it feels I'm not ready. It feels like I'm not ready. I'm fighting so hard to be made ready by God. Like, I'm always consulting with God. I'm always asking God. I'm always checking in with him. God, am I ready? God, am I ready? God, am I ready? And I don't have to ask it like I'm so eager, but I'm checking to make sure. And God is saying not yet. He's telling me like, well, he's not saying not yet. I don't want to lie. But he's telling me the different things that I want. He's, well, I'm, I know what I want. He's reminding me what it takes to get these things and what I will have to do to work. That I have to do the different things that I'll have to, you know, become in order to get there. So I'm not ready. And I don't want to, you know be so eager for something before I'm ready. I don't know. But, you know, after seeing everything, it feels like, in a way, ironically, I've said, in order for me to ever have anyone meant for me, or ever match me well, 
it would have to be magical. They would have to be magical. They would literally have to be able to perform magic. Like, they would have to be able to, you know, like, they would have to be magical. And so it feels like God is providing that, you know? Because I never saw myself as this kind of individual, but maybe I was the kind of person that said, that would always say, no, they have to be this and they have to be that and they have to be this and that and all those other things. Because I didn't feel like it was possible for these things to ever exist. And so I felt that I was setting it up for myself to never have to be with anybody because I'm so comfortable being alone with just God. So I'm just making excuses to never end up with anybody. And God is like, nope, I can do all of that. You know, I'm capable. There's not going to be anything that you ask for in somebody or no matter how high you set the bar that I'm not able to provide in somebody. I feel that God is maybe doing that. But also it comes with work. It comes with compromise as well in a way. I think and maybe not the bad kind of compromise. We have to compromise the things you want. But just compromise the things inside of yourself where you're so used to being selfish or not considering, you know, certain things in a way. I don't know. But I'm just I'm just learning. I don't know. I'm just trying to see. But in the meantime, I'm still going to be who I am. I'm still going to fight, you know, spiritually to be the best person I can be and and to accomplish all my goals in God. And if it's really meant to be, then it will be. Because I feel like the whole world came down behind this. But maybe that's what's meant to happen. So I'm still not letting my guard down because there's still some things that need to be done. There's still... Things that need to be figured out. Because I feel like everything is... It feels like I'm fighting somebody. Like, You know... You let your guard down first. No, you let your guard down first. Like, you give in. No, you give in. And it feels like I'm fighting somebody. They keep saying that you're just like me, and if I'm just like them in that way, I don't know if that's a, it's a good thing. But then I'm like, how it's how how I don't know. Maybe it's the fear of how much of a bad thing that is. If it's a bad thing, I don't know. But I don't know. I guess I'll just have to see. What's meant to be will be. Even though I've gone through so much to this point. But we'll see.